Welcome to PhD with Women on It Hack the Future. My name is Beata Young, and today's PhD Positivity Hack delivered will be by our guest, Tyronda Linton. Today's topic is Fem Stem Bahamas. Episode 58 starts here. Let me remind you, this is a grassroots community that focuses on women on it, an inclusive forum of women in technology, startups, and female leaders who are supported by men as well. And I bring heart to that hustle because empathy is my motto and empathy is critical when you are in STEM Bahamas. Before we dive Topic, let me mention a few highlights. Ukrainian residents can get free medical consultation online, prescriptions and medication prescriptions from Air Doctor. Thank you so much, Jenny Cohen-Deffler, for bring, being an inspiration for everybody. It's great to see one of the best-selling authors of all time, J.K. Rowling, organize a boozy lunch backing Respect My Sex campaign for women's sex-based rights. Clarity about sex matters for single sex spaces. These are essential to both sexes for dignity and privacy and to women for safety as well. Right, it's also time to remind about the great news. New Zealand produced more female founders of startups than any other country at 13.4%. It is great to see Miho Tanaka and Kalagan Innovation supporting some of the startups and fostering the brilliant minds of the Kiwis. Also a reminder to join Jackie Taylor of Flying Binary Profit for Purpose livestream, which will be all about how to create profit and impact the world. This is the event on the August 20th next week, just before our next show next week, but I'll talk about it later. Right, in today's episode, we are going to learn about Femstem Bahamas. We believe all women can embrace who they are, can define their future and can change the world. That's the quotation that Femstem Bahamas is using. Science, technology, mathematics and engineering are often perceived as male domains. Women make up only 28% of workforce in STEM fields. Despite the advancement in gender equality, the numbers are increasing at a snail pace. That's why it is relevant to address the issue. As women on it uh, are working towards the goal of increasing diversity in tech, FemSTEM Bahamas is taking a great initiative to educate, empower, and equip high school girls to pursue opportunities in STEM. With an assertion and passion for assisting young girls, the nonprofit organization was created in 2019 by our guest Tyronda Knowles Gillington when she noticed the disproportion of men to women and the misconception about the field. Ms. Clinton is a project manager at the Department of Transformation and Digitization, where she leads several IT projects in the public space. She is a certified business professional in project management and a youth leader from the Ministry of Youth, Sports and Culture. She also volunteers as the contestants manager for the Miss Bahamas Teenager Pageant, where she served as a mentor for teenage girls for the past seven years to represent the Bahamas. 
Well, it's not only the beauty, but also the beauty of technology she's passionate about. And join us for this new episode as we learn more about Tyronda's journey with Femstem Bahamas and also about her community, her achievement. We'll also talk about why we need more women in tech, how bringing more women in the field can improve the overall quality of life and what we can do to support and empower girls and women to explore a range of opportunities in STEM fields. Let's start with a simple question, Tyronda. I guess you're in Bahamas because FemSTEM Bahamas wouldn't be FemSTEM Bahamas, right? Indeed. So I am in the Bahamas in Providence, uh, which is the capital of the country. Yes. Providence is the capital of beautiful Bahamas. And that's where we met with Tyronda during uh, the launch of Investor Summit of ARWAC-X. And uh, after the meeting, um, I think you felt a bit uh, left out because you were not invited to speak on the panel although i think you've got quite a lot to tell don't you <laughs> yeah i i i don't think i felt left out but i was definitely glad to see representation but i felt you know some more representation across the board would have been great um nonetheless it was a great opportunity to meet you of course and to hear from the other panelists at the time that's so interesting because uh, the biggest problems, as we know, are the pro problems that everybody shares, but nobody owns it. So a representation of women in technology or women on digital uh, um, positions or leadership positions is a global problem. Everybody is impacted by it and also everybody could actually do something about global wealth could increase by 160 trillion if women had a greater role in the economy with equal to those earned by men that's one pointer to consider so tyronda tell us why did you find found um femstem bahamas well i found it femstem bahamas mostly because we didn't have a platform that caters to girls who are interested in science, technology, engineering, and math locally in country. We have programs, summer programs. We had um, hackathons, but there were not an active full year um, nonprofit organization or community for young girls to actually be a part of and to actually learn about STEM and to be fostered into this environment of science, technology, engineering, and math. Also, uh, my sister, she's a biochem major. She was really struggling with getting guidance. And I know that is an issue with a lot of young girls who are trying to find their career pathway, um, either going into college or just trying to find out what is the best path for them. And that's another reason why I essentially decided to, to create STEM, FemTem Bahamas. One thing that I remember when I started the initiative in Torun is the birthplace of Nikolaus Copernicus back in Poland in 2013. So I was running this initi initiative in Torun. Um, it's been started in 2011. And quite often I was met with comments from giggling guys. You know, the pro culture would always giggle and say, well, 
maybe I should run, you know, uh, boys cucumbers or something because the organization I was running was called Geek Girls Carrots. So they wanted to coin themselves Geek Boys. Um, um, but they did not realize one of the obstacles that women face. And when you look at the numbers of females who finish uh, universities versus the numbers of females who are running tech companies, it is staggering, isn't it? What's the numbers in Bahamas? Do you have some data? Unfortunately, we do not have, and that's one of the issues I'm hoping to address through this organization. We have really poor research um, practices. We have a department of statistics, but to, to nail down the amount of female leadership based on data is not, is not prevalent right now in country. However, I can tell you based on experience, there aren't many women who, first of all, are leaders in general in our country who have leadership positions across the board. And I can tell you based on my experience and knowledge, very few women lead tech companies or organization, organizations in this country as we speak. Well, one thing that I noticed, Tyronda, though, uh, when I came to your meeting, organized by Fern Hanna, um, greetings to Fern, I was really surprised how many strong, opinionated women you have. And I felt like, well, I, I only got there because I, uh, I tried very hard, but you're already there. I mean, with your achievements, the number of things you've done, and yet somehow you um, did not make it to the top. What's your career path? How do you see yourself in a couple of years time? Well, my journey, and I always look at it as a journey because every moment that I experience, even if I have not been successful in a particular um, venture leads to a greater picture. So for me, my goal is to essentially go into the FinTech space. I'm hoping that within the next 10 years, I launch my own, officially launch my own tech company, consulting company. I have started it, but I want to do this full time and then hopefully retire to do to be a professor at our local university. So that's my long term, short term and long, long term goals. That's a very clear path uh, for yourself. I think um, that's probably easiest path as well. If you're considering the fact that to make it to the top of the industry, it's, it's uh, uh, very difficult and so many of females are discouraged because when they start at the bottom, which is the pipeline issue, and it's a global issue again, I uh, keep reminding people, our viewers, about the fact that we are facing the pipeline issue, is, which is we bring so many women to the bottom of the industry, but we do not show them the path to the top. So one of the ways to do it to the top is create your own company and make it stick your way. And um, the other way is trying, like we talked about startups. So you may just throw a couple of ideas and as they say, throw a spaghetti into a wall and maybe one spaghetti will stick. <laughs> <laughs> Fern, tell me what this and was it beneficial? I mean, the 
all-female gathering that we had uh, in the evening, was it beneficial, you feel, or was it uh, not really beneficial? I mean, it was a nice networking event, but what did you take from there? Well, I felt like it was beneficial because representation matters. However, I, I think what we could do is continue the conversation and also invite a broader audience to the to the table. And I think overall, I think that's the that should be the approach moving forward. I think strategic action is very necessary for change. And overall, I felt like that was the beginning of something that could continue to allow us to to discuss, to foster, to grow, and to have representation in this industry. That's very interesting because I think I gave a couple of actionable points and I was happy to see that you've taken part of it. Uh, probably you have already been doing it, but seeing female leaders tweeting, hashtag using of hashtag female leader or whatever you're doing, talking about it online is very important in this digital age because we need more female role models talking about their achievements. As we say, bragging about it, whatever the name of it is, you're still not going to reach the uh, level of bragging by bros uh, in the tech space. Let's focus on the positive. What do you think uh, females in tech in the Bahamas have as a unique trait that um, all around the world they should recognize? Well, like you said, we are very um, open-minded and we also speak our minds like easily. We don't have no problem being opinionated. We are strong-minded. We are strong-willed. And we also have the actual papers, the, 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 the education, the qualifications to back it up. Not to say that's not the case around the world. Um, however, I can say personally and from my experience, we have a lot of intelligent, strong-willed, um, opinionated women who not only talk to talk, but walk the walk. And so that's what I could speak about Bahamian women in general who are in this space. Right. That's one thing that I, I was really uh, enamored with uh, the, the number of very strong women, um, not only during that event, but all over um, the Bahamas space, because I was blessed to tour a little bit of the space together with Access Accelerator. And uh, I have to say that it's really, really refreshing to see. Um, very strong women in leadership positions. What do you uh, do? Because you mentioned the fact that the discussion should continue after that meeting of uh, Keep Up CIS organized by FERN. What do you do as FemSTEM uh, to keep the discussion, keep the momentum going? Right. So our organization has a series of events and activities. Um, the first is our after-school program that we officially launched January of this year, where we put young women in a space to be mentored by other women and also to be a part of solving problems that exist in the Bahamas through technology solutions, through science-based science education. We also have a number of workshops and seminars so that we can continue throughout the year exposing not only members of our after-school program, 
but uh, but other young women um, outside of our general target market about careers in STEM, what STEM is, and that is part of the ongoing engagement uh, to continue the conversation, to make them aware and to educate them on how they can be involved and what opportunities exist for them in this in this area, especially in technology, because technology is in every field. So yeah. Beautiful. That's great initiative. People all over the world, please follow FemSTEM Bahamas. We have lovely comments, and I'm sorry that I didn't mention these. Andrea Pratt-Smith, PMP, Scrum Master, is saying, good day, joining from Nassau, Bahamas. That's great to hear. I'm not sure whether we met, but here we are. That's the beautiful world of technology. We are at the moment in Turks and Caicos, beautiful by nature. That's also part of the Caribbean culture. And it's lovely to see you. Hopefully, we'll meet again. Olga, good evening, Tyronda and Beata. Lucky you, Tyronda, meeting our heroine, Beata Young, in the beautiful Bahamas. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Olga. That's lovely to hear from you. Uh, Chica, hello, ladies. Great show. I am wondering, how, how might we help women to have more confidence in their STEM abilities? That's a great question. It is. Do you want me to answer it now? Yes, go ahead. Okay, okay. what I realized- Look at the confidence, sister. <laughs> okay, what I, and that is a great question. What I realized with, with young and olds alike, um, in order for you to have more confidence, you have to actually practice what it is that you are not confident in. So when we have our after school program or any program, once we make opportunities for them to be actively engaged in projects that they themselves may have not think they were able to complete or even to take on, that is how confidence grows. It comes from actually doing. And so I would encourage women or younger women, older women in general, to either join hackathons, join organizations that allow you the opportunity to work on tech-based projects so that you can see that Everybody had to start from somewhere. Not, not everybody knew what they know um, from the beginning. So once you start to practice it, actively be engaged in it, your confidence level will grow. And that's what we can do is provide them with opportunities to actually experience, to be educated, to be exposed, and to be empowered um, in these areas. Excellent advice, uh, Chico. I hope your career is made clear by Tyronda. She's got her plan. I hope your plan is also uh, very clear. Andrea is made, has made another comment. Be your own boss. I love it. I love your commentary. commentary. It's like live commentary from the Bahamas. That's fabulous. IPOV, which is uh, my private husband. Excellent career path, Tyronda uh, Glinton. As a pioneer in the field, I can certainly say fintech has vast and growing opportunities. IPOV, in Patrick's opinion, is also live streamed uh, 
on Tuesdays, um, we do our live streams at the moment from the Caribbean. We had a live stream from the Bahamas as well with the beautiful Arwak X uh, joining the live stream. And we have this unique opportunity to ask questions to Tyronda, how to make a career in technology, in startups, in business, whatever it might be. Throw spaghetti at the wall and hopefully one spaghetti will stick. That's absolutely startup mantra. Agatha Bellan is saying brilliant long-term plan, Tyronda. Good luck. What are the micro actions for STEM Fun STEM Bahamas in 2022. We talked about micro actions. I talked about the small chunks of action you take every day. It's like with diet. Every day, start with the juice. Every day, start with going to the gym, and you will see these kilos going down the drain. Yeah. So um, to answer the question, the micro actions we are taking is first of all to document our vision actually make a plan make a plan so that the next phase of our project will work um what we did this year is we actually started off with a workshop first when we first launched we started off with a award ceremony then we started with a workshop just to get our feet wet to see what the environment would be like for young women to see if that's something that they're interested in then we felt confident enough to launch our after school program. And we are launching that after school program in phases. So the first phase of this program will end this month. And now we are in a better position to know what the next steps will be for upcoming events and workshops. So that's what we started to do. We got started, we made a plan, and then we actually decided to break it down into smaller events before we decided to launch into the deep, into our full after school program, workshop, and activities. So that's what we are doing. Excellent. Thank you very much, Agatha, for your question. And we've got another comment. Female leaders, hashtag, absolutely, please use the hashtags, female power, whatever tickles, whatever you like, use that hashtag to enhance that visibility of your um, achievements, whatever it might be on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whichever platform, TikTok. Are you on TikTok? That's my question, Tyronda. I am. It's a new space for me. Um, I definitely going, I'm going to monopolize on it because it's a great platform to educate young people. That's where they're at. They're not doing Facebook. They're not really doing Instagram like that anymore. So I'm definitely going to make a plan to expand my TikTok presence. That's great um, plan, Tyronda. I have to say I'm still thinking about it. I uh, have not done it, but that's one thing that I need to tick off my uh, bucket list. Resilient, honest, driven. That's the comment about females in Bahamas, not only in STEM, in technology, in all areas of uh, life. I would have to confirm that because I had the privilege of joining amazing females. Yay, we talk the talk and walk the walk. Absolutely, Andrea. I love your comments and live uh, commentary uh, is something that we always welcome. Educated, exposed and empowered. Great points, Tyronda. Again, that's uh, somebody who's your great follower. I have to say, <laughs> yeah. tell us about Andrea. 
Andrea, Andrea, as well as a num number of other women in the profession. That's another thing I like about Bahamian women uh, in the space. They are very supportive. I have some people from Beta Camp, which is another um, STEM-based organization. We have Blockchain Business School led by Rhonda Elridge. Um, they are amazing women in the tech and fintech space and a pro IT project management space who also are doing their part to not only um, share their knowledge, but also to uplift and empower other people. So I am super grateful for Andrea's support uh, today. There you go. That's really confusing because uh, I, uh, coming from Poland, I'm not really familiar with all these interesting names. Your name is Tyronda. Then Andrea, I would think, think it's a really a male um, name, but <laughs> there you go. I am too biased to really take on board that we can come with all shapes and sizes and names and uh, whatever, whatever um, we are born with or whatever we choose to. So great achievements, Andrea. Thank you very much for your comments, for your support, because we also, that was another micro action that I suggested during the um, uh, investor ecosystem launch. Um, I said, make sure that you support other women because giving power to other women is not going to take any power off you. So commenting, supporting, congratulating other women is going to give great credit to you as well because it shows how you are excited about other women achieving something so tyronta one thing that i have to say i know it's positivity hack delivered we want to talk about positive things but one thing that i was told in the bahamas was the fact that sometimes women like to stab other women in the back <laughs> Did you experience that? And how do you tackle that? Um, to be honest, I have not had too much negative experience but about backstabbing. However, it does exist. And I think I, it exists among, with men and women, to be honest, in this country. Um, once I, I'm the type of person, once I see a person for who they are and what they are about, then I make an adjustment accordingly. Um, I know that is not the average response, um, but I try not to, as much as possible, have conflict with individuals, but I know how to address it when necessary. So when there are moments where I'm backstabbed, um, I see it for what it is. I know how to make my adjustment, know how to pivot, and know how to handle that person from that point forward. And when I'm ready to, to basically expose them or address them about it, then I do it in a way that they will know that I know and move on <laughs> so you address it you want to face um the the backstabbing person rather than being backstabbed um what would be your advice for somebody who's lacking confidence i mean i know it's difficult to walk in the person who's not so confident but what would you imagine would be the best advice you could give to other females who have this kind of uh problem um once again like i said everybody starts somewhere um where they were not fully knowledgeable about the area that they're involved in so know for a fact that this is your journey 
But once you become involved in it, what you're doing, once you start to practice, once you start to apply your research, then you will gain more confidence. Know that no man or woman is an island. So if there's somebody out there that you trust that can also mentor you or provide you with some level of you know, support and education, reach out to that person so that you yourself will be empowered and be able to then gain more confidence. And then know that you can do it because like I said, nobody started off knowing everything. So once you start to practice what it is that you learn, you become educated, you become exposed, then you will be in a better position to be more confident. I'm not always the most confident all of the times, but what I start to learn is that a lot of people don't know what they're talking about. A lot of people themselves, the ones that we even seem to have a, a, at a higher standard, when you actually become involved, you would realize that they too have areas of insecurities, but it's how you handle those insecurities, how you push past those insecurities and how you grow from those insecurities that, that will help you and that would foster more confidence in you. So that's what I would say. That reminds me another story, very interesting uh, story of um, a female meeting uh, with uh, some guy who read the book he, she has written and he started explaining to her the book and she would know if she read the book. So she just listened to him and nodded her head and said, well, guy, I read the book. So just like TikTok goes, they never know. They will never know. You have the confidence in you. Uh, you have the knowledge and use it. And I would also add to your advice, Tyronda, believe in yourself because it's so much um, easier when you believe somebody else will see the light in you. Andrea uh, says, Tyronda is our Bahamas pride. Shine like the diamond that you are. Bravo. <laughs> You're blushing. I can see Tyronda. And also, Andrea, I'm really sorry. I hope I didn't offend you. Andrea is a unisex name. Now I know. Now I know. Now I'm my Polish brain is opening up and I'm stopping my bias against uh, the name of Andrea. We had Mario who was a female also on this show, and she is facing also the unisex name uh, um, issue of everybody presumes she's a bloke. So I'm really sorry. I hope you don't take it as a negative. You take it as an opportunity because we've seen some stories of women in tech making career because they signed their documents as with the unisex name and they got that job or they got that appointment and then they meet the guy and he says, well, when is your boss going to join us and can you make me a coffee? Okay, these are the real life examples. Use that opportunity and take the advantage of having a unisex name, uh, Tyronda yeah. and Andrea. That is, that is true because my mom, uh, my sister's name is Tyler. And that was part of the strategy of naming her Tyler because unfortunately people class you based on your gender or proposed gender and the name is associated uh, with whether or not you're often associated whether it's a male or female. So that is so true. Um, Andrea's uh, name is very common as a female name in the Bahamas, but we also know that's a cultural difference as well. So, but it is true. Take advantage of those opportunities 
when unfortunately people try to be biased against you. Mm, absolutely. All guys actually laughing at my expense. Oh, Beata, you must have spent too much time hanging with Italian guys in your youth. Andrea is a common English name, a female name. Andreas is masculine. That's very good. Thank you very much, Olga, for mansplaining that to me. <laughs> That's just a joke. And uh, we have got another comment from Andrea. She's not offended. Thank God for that. And she loves her name. I love your name as well, Andrea. And uh, I love the Tyler name and Tyronda name. It, these are all beautiful names and take that opportunity. I have to tell you, Tyronda, my daughter is called Laura, Italian name again. And but she wants to change it to Lucy because uh, you know, she can. Nowadays, mm -hmm. you have a first word problem, so you can do whatever you want, right? And that's exactly applies to women in tech. You yeah. want it, you get it. Yeah. Andrea Bocelli is in famous. Love his music. I love his music as well. He's very famous um, uh, singer, and I love his song, Time to Say Goodbye. It's no time to say goodbye, it's only time we are heating up in the conversation. 30, less than 30 minutes to go. If you have questions, please speak now because uh, Tyronda is only here for another 28 minutes. Right, Tyronda, so you started FemStem. You are involved in so many initiatives. How do you make it? I mean, you're jumping from topic to topic. You're helping the government, also the private sector. You have your NGO and you have your side hustle. How do you do that? Well, time management is essential. Um, my social life, though, suffers a lot because of it. Um, I don't take time to have social moments. And so um, that's something I'm working on as we speak. But time management is very important. Um, and then also because of the after school program is after, for the most part, after work hours. So I'm able to maneuver between my daytime job and then also the after school program and plan accordingly. Um, my side hustle happens once I have time to do it. So I don't take on any jobs that will require more time than I can allocate. And I think that's important too for, for integrity, for you to have integrity in, as it relates to your, your, your job or your clients. You don't want to overextend um, or overpromise and underdeliver. So I try to do that, balance it that way. Yes, despite some resistance, women can become tech giants. But in order to do so, you have to be strategic. As you say, you have a strategy how to get there and you have plans. Uh, plans are nothing. Planning is everything, as we know, uh, some bloke said some time ago. Um, so female representation truly matters. Perception is reality. And if young women perceive that technology is for men, they will be less inclined to enter that space. So how to make it female? Is there a Tyronda secret sauce to make it appealing to young girls? Well, part of what why, and normally people won't know this about me, I'm very introverted. I am not a social butterfly. But part of the reason why I even, you know, accept opportunities for forums like this is to have that representation. 
is to make that impact so that they can see that there is a space for women that exist in tech. They look like me. They don't wear an overall with a tool, a big toolbox to repair compu computers. Or even if they don't, nonetheless, we come in all shapes, sizes. We can be women and true and true in terms of our parents, and we are in tech spaces. So that is how I make my contribution to say rep to represent women in tech, to have these forums, to have this opportunity, and to also partner with other organizations and share what it is that I do um, as much as possible so that they can feel that, hey, this is also a space for me. Mm. Uh, that's uh, very interesting. We have got um, some comments um, from Jane. Hello, Peata and Tyronda. How um, uh, were you encouraged to get into STEM? I appreciate that question. So I was actually introduced to the concept of just technology in general from my uncle. He's only five years older than I am. And he always had video games, but he actually was the first person in my entire family to go off to college to do graphic design. And he brought a computer system um, that was back in primary school a long time ago into our space. And then I was just so fascinated about it. And to me, that was a, a benchmark for success. So I associated technology um, with success and uh, inspiration. And so that's why I was encouraged to really start to look into technology. Then when I was in the ninth grade, I was also invited to join the a program after school program called Technical Cadet Course Program. And after being accepted into that program and being exposed to the different facets in, they call it technical and edu vocational education, I then knew for a fact that this was the space for me even though typically that wasn't, um, you know, areas of interest for girls at the time, I enjoyed it wholeheartedly. And that's how I really was further uh, encouraged to get into the space. So in other words, uh, you not necessarily looked at the female, you just thought it doesn't matter. You can enter the tech space because you can have uh, time to play with computer. Uh, and we have got Olga's comment um, who talks about Steve Stephanie Shirley, IT superstar in the UK. She is also very um, unisex named, so she also had to make it in the, I believe, in the 60s, 70s, so it was even more difficult. Um, now, uh, we have got a comment from I Esmeralda. Hi, Beata, and hello to your lovely guest today, Tyronda. Thank you so much. Uh, great to see you again this week. And now, Tyronda, how did you find studying STEM? Was it a sexist environment? If so, how did you turn that to your advantage? That's a long question from a male audience. Yeah, so I studied computer information systems, uh, specifically in programming. So it was very male-dominated. However, I did not experience not necessarily sexist um, it, uh, connotations from them. However, there's some stereotypes that exist in tech, in the tech space in general. 
So for example, if you were in tech, you're a geek, you like gaming, you like um, anime, you like these things. And that is the part that really I could not relate to versus me being a female. And so how I turned that into my advantage is just putting myself in the space. When they're talking about anime, I am just talking generally about life. And as a girl, yes, you sometimes, or a female not in that space, sometimes feel ostracized. But sometimes they men are men, so they are trying to talk to you. And you have the opportunity to also show your level of intelligence in that in that space to let them know, hey, I know just as much as you do. I'm not interested in the things that generally speaking people think tech people in general are interested in, but we can correlate and relate that way. And they kind of respect you in that way. Um, so that's how I kind of turned that into my advantage. Just being a female, sometimes as a man, they are interested in you, but you can use that as an opportunity as well to let them know, hey, I know just as much as you do. So yeah. Absolutely. R-E-S-P-C-T always matters. And uh, we can talk about the fact that we are born different we can talk about diversity it's not only diversity of sex it's also ethnicity and more most important diversity of thought because we can all talk about boring stuff and nod our heads but actually the most interesting conversations are coming when people are challenging each other and given the example we cannot think of better products that are made by diverse teams who can bring diverse thinking processes, can think outside of the box. So Tyronda, is there any project, exciting project you're working at the moment? Yes, I am actually working on a IDB based project. Um, it's called Government Digital Transformation to Strengthen Competitiveness. And the general ob objective of this project is to streamline government processes through ICT. Um, we are in a digital space and the Bahamas is going through a digital revolution, as you experience. But also in the public sector, we're doing it because of the, the red tape, the, the bureaucracy of doing business in the Bahamas and understanding that need, IDB in conjunction with the government of the Bahamas, uh, created this project using technology to streamline these processes mm -hmm. and to increase transparency of government activities with the public. So um, I'm happy to be a part of the project. It's revolutionary for us because it was never done before. And that is one of the main projects that we are working on. I am in collaboration with other people working on at the moment. Sounds exciting. I wish you all the best of luck. We have got another comment from Andrea. Bahamian women have beauty and brains. Absolutely. It's not only the outside, but also beauty in the inside. You can challenge any blog about anything, whether it's anime. Uh, life is anime, is anime is life. <laughs> Way to go. Using charm and engagement to break through the bra culture, Tyronda. That's right. The lack of uh, female presence in engineering, computing and the sciences is evident even in the film The Social Network, which documents the development of Facebook and its founder, Mark Zuckerberg. 
In a scene about expanding their creation, Zuckerberg and his partner Eduardo Severin discussed the possibility of expanding their creation. No is their answer when their female groupies ask if they can join. Therefore, the point was made, the innovation club is for boys only. How do you, um, you know, overcome these obstacles, these microaggressions that make you feel, well, maybe I'm not part of that bro culture? It's very, honestly, it's very difficult. You, you can't, you can't find yourself in spaces where you could tell it's an all boys club. However, what I realize is as much as possible, if you can show your value over what people perceive it to be you to be, um, eventually that will be faded away. And so I try my best not to allow it to discourage me from making contributions. If there is something that I feel like I can actually add to, whether I'm asked or not, I do insert my opinion in the matter um, as best as possible. It could be calculated, it will be strategic, and it will be knowledgeable. But I try my best to make contributions as best as possible because at the end of the day, whether or not you want to include women, women most of the times are the consumers of these products and services, especially in the tech space. So our voices must be heard. And if I can do so from the position that I am in, I do it as best as possible. Do it as best as possible and make sure if the door is closed, go through the window. <laughs> <laughs> Although we have to say we are not recommending any program or any, um, any uh, devices here. This is not advertisement for Microsoft here. So let's go into the bigger picture for Tyronda. Who is your role model? Who inspired you apart from your uncle who had this beautiful computer? Yeah, so I have a number of role models. I'm going to say my mom, even though she was not in the tech space, she, al she always placed towards us the option to always be the best version of ourselves. Um, I've had educators, teachers um, who've also fostered the confidence in me and the, uh, the belief in me that I can be able to, to be great. So these were male, male and female instructors. One of my instructors was Zena Hutchinson, who is actually now almost to me like a, a, a compadre. Um, she was our systems development and design instructor at the University of the Bahamas. And she also made me aware of opportunities outside of what we deem um, the typical tech rules. Um, I had Mr. Ramtula, who's another instructor that I had. He was also very pivotal in exposing me to the opportunities in technology. So I had a number of great role models and um, coming together made me to be the person who I am today. Mm. Another comment from Andra, if you are not given a seat at the table, set another table and take a seat. And uh, I have to say, we have a really good meme a couple of weeks ago, Natalie prepared, boy, I made that table. I bought a table, so <laughs> you can have a seat at my table. So let's go into question from I Esmeralda. Hi, Tyronda. How can you encourage young girls to take up STEM as their career? Aside from FEM STEM initiative, 
what else girls can do in their free time? Absolutely. So, well, we know social media is a big resource for, for young people. What I rely on platforms like TikTok, it could be very educational as well. So if there's area of interest for you, follow persons, uh, your best favorite or most liked TikTok uh, influencer who are in the fields that you're interested in. You can also go into YouTube, YouTube Academy. I always call it a university. You can use that as a resource as well. And like I said, say locally, we have other um, STEM-based organizations like Betacamp, Blockchain Business School, Hackett Bahamas that exist. You can volunteer your time with those programs as well so that you can be exposed to not only the opportunities, but other persons who are already in the space. Join summer camp activities or programs that exist so that you can have an idea of, hey, this is something that I want to do. Um, and Google is always a resource to do your research so that you can see what is not only in country, because we have very limited options here, but also to see what's going on globally as well. Lots of activities, lots of plans, lots of strategic moves for uh, women and minorities and everybody who would want to make a step in the career in technology. Tyranda, we are heading towards the end of our show. So whoever's got questions, they've got to be quick. <laughs> now, let's go into the topic of what are the top five soft skills. We talked about how to work on your hard skills, but what about the soft skills all career-driven females should have, in your opinion? Well, the first, especially now with COVID-19, is agility. To me, as a woman, generally speaking, but also a career-driven woman, woman, sorry, you have to be agile. You should be able to adapt. Um, communication, whether that's verbal and or nonverbal, is very important, especially if you're in an entrepreneurship um, space, because 90% of what you're going to be doing to get clients is communicating your product or your service to them and basically saying how that will deliver value. Um, the next thing is to have charisma. A lot of people don't know or don't understand the value of actually knowing how to speak to people, but also to actually get them to buy into what it is that you're selling. So having charisma is very important. Um, negotiating, you're going to have to have that negotiation skill in order for you to deliver um, the best price. Sorry, oh. my son is here, so this is life. Um, to deliver, <laughs> deliver the best price um, for you and also for the client. And lastly, organization and time management. You must have great time management and organizational skills. So that's my top five soft skills that a career-driven woman should have. Beautiful. What's your son's name? His name is Sakari. Sakari. Wow. It's uh, also unisex, is it? No. <laughs> that, that's, more, <laughs> that's more male, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. He will get there. He will have the... Uh, the beautiful brain of Tyronda to uh, take upon and uh, follow the steps. Right. We have questions from Olga. Uh, Olga, to go coding, is there an ideal first language to learn right now? Well, it depends on what type of program you're trying to, or 
system you're trying to learn. So for example, for web-based programs, you know, that would be JavaScript. For application-based programs, you would learn, I would suggest Python. It's very easy. It's an easier concept to grasp than maybe say Java. So it depends on what it is that they want to do. If you want to talk about web development, web design, web-based information systems, I would say JavaScript for certain, CSS, PHP. But for application-based <laughs> software, I would say, once again, sorry for my son in the background, I would say um, Python would be a good starting, um, starting point to learn the concepts of programming. Olga, I hope you took note of all this. And we have the youngest guest. How old is Sakari? He's, he's three. <laughs> he's three, he's years. three years old. Yeah. And we've never had a three years old uh, guest on our show. Now is the first <laughs> premiere of Sakari on our show. Great to see him. Well, somewhere in the background. Here, somewhere in the background. In Eleven in page says hi Beat and Tyronda. Another interesting topic, and I can relate to this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much in loving in pain for joining us religiously and uh, chipping in your comment. Um, now, Tyronda, what is a number one book you can sit and think? Oh, I wish I read it before I started my career. Well, to be honest, I have yet to find that book. So I'm asking you or the audience, if you have one that you would like to recommend, please let me know. I've heard of other books such as Good, uh, Poor Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, some other ones. But if you have one that you would recommend, I'm open to suggestions. Beautiful. Uh, whoever wants to reach out to Tyronda, she's on um, her channel, I mean, on LinkedIn, and she reached out to me. So you're more than welcome to reach out after the show or during the show and speak to her because she's definitely woman to follow and be supported. Uh, right. It's time for our favorite question. Can you please give us your favorite life lesson quote and how that was relevant to you in your life or at this moment? Well, my favorite life lesson quote is a journey of a thousand miles begin with a single step. And that was relevant in my life in a lot of ways. Um, often I would become discouraged about the actual journey to get to my place of achievement or goals or whatever. But once I realized that I, once I get started and actually begin to activate my faith and activate the small steps in order for me to accomplish that goal, I was able to be successful in that. So I, I use that as my mantra. I use that as my life lesson. Begin small. Don't worry about the big picture. Get started, keep moving, and you will eventually get there. So I absolutely love that as my life lesson. And that uh, mantra applies to your career, to your Femstem Bahamas. Small steps lead to big accomplishments, and you are the proof of that. Right. Imagine the pandemic is over and you can invite any person in the world to have private breakfast anywhere in the world. Who would you invite and where would it be? Wow, that's a powerful question. And I was thinking really long and hard about it. And I came up with uh, Stacey Brown Philpott. Uh, she is a Black woman in tech who is also in Silicon Valley. 
And she was a former Google employee um, who started up her own tech-based company. And I think that representation would be great for, for me to really have insight on how did she take that leap of faith? How did she move on from a big tech company such as Google and had the confidence to start her own? Any place in the world I would go, I would have said the Bahamas first, but I live here. So I would think Paris, France in the Eiffel Tower. It's a romantic spot, but I would love to have that opportunity to just to have that conversation and that view to, to have that space with uh, Stacey. So, yeah. So that, do I take it that your dream is to one day be employed by Google? No, well, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> They, they, you would, would be too expensive to for them, right? Yeah, exactly. But I would love to hear her insight because, you know, to be in a space such as Google, like people think that's the ultimate career uh, or company to work with. What made you so confident enough to leave that spot, to leave such a great giant company to start your own? And so I really would love to, to hear her insight on that. Uh, well, you just gave me an idea. I'll try to reach out to her and invite her to the show. Hopefully you will join um, in the audience. Um, so you will be Andrea for our show. <laughs> now, Agatha comments, uh, a magnificent show, ladies, and great to see you juggling motherhood and proper girl power. Ambition, Tyronda. Hack the future. Absolutely, woman on it. Hack the future. Andrea says, project management for parents by Hilary Kinney. Reading it now. Great book. There you go. There you go, Tyronda. You've got answer. You asked and our community delivers. Right. Everybody, it's time to wrap up the show and welcome you to next week's uh, beautiful a beautiful guest um like today's guest uh, she is going to join us remotely and we are going to talk about how can a woman on it grow a career in finance tyronda i hope you're gonna join us as well i mean I there is a there is a good uh, role model for you uh yeah. we are very grateful for today's show tyronda thank you very much for joining us sharing the really exciting project you are cooking at the moment with the, uh, the analog somehow um uh you know government i mean all over the world governments are suffering with the analog approach so it's good to hear that not only you are uh, blessed with the digital uh, sand dollar but also with the digital uh, assets you have and you bring to the table and that's it from episode 58 of phd live stream thanks to tyronda the word female when inserted in front of something is always with a note of surprise female coo female pi pilot female surgeon as if the gender implies surprise one day there won't be female leaders there will be just leaders cheryl sandberg says when you focus on the positives the positives get more more positive as always our positivity quote comes if you don't like something change it if you can't change it change your attitude maya angelo says thank you very much tyronda thank you uh, everybody uh, joining us in the chat 
Andrea, Patrick, Agatha Bellon, Olga, Jane, Aya Sverada, and Love and in Pain. That's been joy. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you.